Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday season, pay tribute to the people who fought for our freedom to celebrate. Featuring the largest American flag in the region, Spirit Park is now open at National Harbor, honoring active duty military and veterans. Take some time this holiday to remember, offer gratitude, and be inspired by the sacrifices of our service men and women who make our way of life possible. Plan your visit at nationalharbor.com slash spiritpark. That's nationalharbor.com slash spiritpark. My name is Karen. And my name is Colleen. And this is Books, Movies, and Musicals. Oh, oh my! back to Our Goblet of Wine is Better, our series about the Harry Potter books, movies, and everything in between. In this episode, we will be discussing the second half of the Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban pr- film. Um, yeah, I can't talk this morning. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> this is our second day, so yay. We're almost done. <laughs> um, still not my favorite movie, but it's okay. It's fine. And... We do want to, as always, give our wonderful patron a shout out. Thank you, Boom, for Thank being you, Boom. there literally all the time. <laughs> literally, yes. We <laughs> appreciate it. We really do. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's anything else. I mean, it's I just day two so. of this movie. So, yeah. Here we, we- go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we both had to finish the movie last night after we recorded the first film episode yesterday, and, it was and like we were both like, <laughs> "Yes, yeah, so we were both like, I can't make it through this film." Like, don't get me wrong, it's a good film, but I just, I like my interest was like, eh. I just have issues with it. <laughs> yeah, like it's. I think it's because. The director changed, the Dumbledore changed, and with that, everything became really jarring. Yeah, it's it's such a different feel for the Harry Potter universe that it's yeah. just like, eh. I mean, I like it. Don't get me wrong, I like it, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Yeah, I, um, is this, how many did he direct? I have no idea. Because there were four directors. Hey, here we go. I'm going to find out. I'm going to find out. I'm going to find out if it's because of Alfonso that I don't really like this movie. Let's see who directed them. Directors. Oh, there it is. Directors. Okay, let's see. Um, Oh, 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 yeah. It's literally just this movie. Oh. Alfonso did this movie and that's it. That's it. Wow. Which is probably why it's my least favorite movie out of all of them. Because I just don't like that, what he did to it. <laughs> I mean, I kind of like what he did to it. But yeah, that, that makes sense as to why this is the only movie in the style. Yeah. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. And okay. it's such a jarring style. <laughs> it's like you go from happy, you know, kind of <laughs> maybe a little bit terrifying movie to like, this is a horror film. <laughs> We're trying to be a horror film this time. <laughs> it's not. It's not. I'm sorry, Alfonso. I appreciate you, but it's not a horror film. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, because Mike Newell directed the fourth, and David Yates stayed the longest, and he directed the last mm. four movies. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's definitely kind of weird because you have, you know, the first two where it's kind of like kind of innocent and still like happy and whatnot yeah. and then you have this movie and then the fourth movie i feel like kind of goes back to the feeling of the first two a bit mm-hmm. and it's like okay <laughs> we're back so this is what um they have about the directors it said every director had their own vision of the series but acknowledged that they should get darker as time went by columbus wanted to portray a golden storybook image um Quaron, which is alfonso uh, changed the visual tone and expanded Hogwarts. Uh, Newell wanted a paranoid thriller, which he directed the fourth one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Yates wanted a sense of jeopardy and character to the world. <laughs> so yep. there we go. <laughs> there we go. All right. We know. We, we did it. We did it. <laughs> we did it. We found the information. <laughs> Now we know about the directors. That's interesting, though. Knowing knowing that he only did the third one now just, like, makes, makes so sense. much more sense to me. <laughs> because for the longest time, I was like, I don't even know why I don't like the third one. I just don't like the third one. Like, yeah. it's rough. And I couldn't even, like, pinpoint why other than the fact that, like, yeah, there's a lot of details that are different. And that's not how the first two were. So that was jarring. Mm-hmm. But then, like, the Dumbledore is jarring. And now I'm just kind of realizing I think it's just the director (laughs) for me (laughs) that made this movie not my favorite. (laughs) I I definitely understand uh, the Dumbledore being jarring because he's different. Like he's he's different. So different. Yeah. He's so different from the original. But I also kind of like this version of Dumbledore more. But I think it's also because we got more time with him. I'm pretty sure it's because we got more time with him because he's in all of the rest of the movies. Yeah, because, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the first Dumbledore. He was great. But I don't know. We just, we we get more of Dumbledore in these coming movies. And just, I don't, I don't know. It's, I'm biased because there's more to the second Dumbledore that we see. Yeah. Oh. So, sorry. Sorry. This is just another little random fact before we even start talking about anything. And it's just it's about the Dumbledore thing. But um Richard Harris, mm-hmm. who was the original Dumbledore, um apparently was upset with Ian McKellen because he didn't get to play Gandalf. <laughs> okay. And so he had to like settle for Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll settle for Dumbledore. And um <laughs> and funny. Ian Ian McKellen, he like so the, a lot of people tend to think that he played Dumbledore after Harris died, but no. No McKellen did not. It was no. a different actor, guys. Um <laughs> but he was talked to about potentially playing it. Mm-hmm. 
and if he would be interested in it. And this was before Harris died. There was an inquiry about it. And he was like, yeah, certainly. But he hasn't heard anything about it. Yeah. You know? And then um, he got called a passionless actor. <laughs> I think by Harris. <laughs> and was like, hmm. And so then he ultimately decided that he wasn't going to take that role. Um, from what I have read <laughs> and yeah. it just made me laugh because I was dying about all of that yeah you said Ian McKellen and I was like is he in the Harry Potter movie somewhere I was like nope. Dude, what? Nope. I thought he wasn't he's, he's not Gandalf. He's Gandalf. Yeah. yeah I was um, like what does he have to do with Harry Potter <laughs> I uh I still think it's funny that Richard Harris was bitter about not being able to play Gandalf <laughs> yeah things we didn't know <laughs> things we didn't know <laughs> Um, anyway, not important. I, I, uh, I think we've been stalling for long enough. Yeah, let's talk about Patronuses. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about the Patronus lesson. So, obviously, the Whomping Willow just changed the season for us. With yes. its little shiver. Because um, <laughs> it's used literally throughout the whole movie to show the change of seasons. And I'm still kind of curious why, but it's fine. Uh, it's fine. and so we're in the classroom office area i don't know i actually don't know whatever whatever room they're in (laughs) yeah it's weird i we don't know what room they're in and (laughs) for some reason it kind of reminds me of dumbledore's office but i think it's just because there's kind of like different levels to it and i'm like okay this is not dumbledore's office no it's not it reminded me of that too though so you're not alone. Um, okay. But Lupin starts out this lesson by being like, you got to pick a happy memory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Harry's like, Harry's like, okay, um, I, th- I think I got one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And here's the thing too. Lupin doesn't show Harry any sort of wand movement. Nope. He's just like, hear the words, say it once. Okay, you're good. All right, do it. Which, as we know from the book, most spells have a specific wand movement you're mm-hmm. supposed to do. Yeah. But that's okay. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, he doesn't show him anything. He doesn't really, like, tell him much either other than the happy memory thing. And then he's like, all right, you ready? Let's go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you're like, what? Because when Harry was teaching his class about how to do Patronuses, he just had them practice first. Like, yeah. he legit had them practice. He didn't have them yeah. practice on something. <laughs> have to practice. And I mean, like, yeah. I, I don't think Patronuses have to be used on something. Yeah. They like, just have you to can be. conjure them just yeah. because. I think I think you're right, too, about that. But Because, yeah. I mean, I think in, a, in Deathly Hallows, you know, uh, Umbridge has her Patronus walking around but i think there's also dementors up yeah, top yeah there are the dementors and, nearby but yeah. even still i i think you could probably like conjure it whenever if you i'm surprised to. she can do that magic <laughs> well there's tons of happy memories <laughs> happy memories of torture <laughs> yeah yeah oh i'm sure okay captain hook <laughs> yeah um but yeah, okay, so Harry has to ha- find a happy memory, and he kind of struggles with this, because, like, now the first one he finds is, like, happy, but Lupin's like, it's not good enough, like, you have to pick a different one, because it doesn't mm-hmm. work, 
And then the second try, he gets it. Because he's like, well, it's happy, but it's, like, not happy. <laughs> he's also like, I don't know if it's actually a memory or not. Yeah. It, I could be making it up. <laughs> it's yeah. like, okay. Also true. <laughs> but he tests <laughs> right. it, and it works. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I, I was like, maybe he's struggling on purpose to get lots of free chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Because I, like, personally, I thought the first time he rode a broom was a pretty good example you know like yeah. he enjoys flying he loves it but i don't know maybe not like the first time he rode a broom maybe like his i would say his first like quidditch first game quidditch but i don't game. know about that one yeah when he got like broken no <laughs> um no i was just joking about the chocolate thing i was just like oh, yeah <laughs> yeah but i mean even still i thought his first memory was you know a good one maybe yeah. not the best but that's a true. fairly good one that's true. Um, I did appreciate that they at least showed him trying out different memories um, instead mm-hmm. of just getting it right immediately because yeah. what would that have told you about how difficult this charm is to cast? <laughs> it would have been like Harry Potter's <laughs> so good at magic. He's such he a powerful wizard. Not. But that's a story <laughs> for another day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was proud of him. He got on the second try. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Harry didn't realize that it wasn't an, an actual Dementor at first mm-hmm. um, because he, you know, after the first time he faints and he's like, oh, it's a nasty Dementor. And Lupin's like, it's actually a bogger, but you yeah, know, he's like, oh, it, it would be way worse if I had a real Dementor in here for you. Yeah. Like, and this is, <laughs> this is when I did my research. Cause I was like, you know, like can a bogger actually um, like encompass the same feeling as an actual Dementor? Mm-hmm. And I don't, think so but a bogger still does um you know instill like a great fear because a bogger changes into your worst fear yeah so it's so, like well yeah. i don't know probably like, it's probably more harry's brain conjuring up how he felt when he first encountered a, a dementor yeah and that influencing it when he's seeing something that looks like a dementor versus the like the bogger dementor actually doing anything yeah, that was my thought too. Because Harry yeah. does still faint and still hears like his mother scream, yeah. but I I do think that's just Harry like coming up with that thinking. Oh, this is an actual Dementor. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's another thing too. When he tries the second time with a different memory, um, I think the fact that he knows that it's a bogger and this is still just practice, I think that helps him. Um, ma- it makes it easier for him to actually conjure the Patronus. Yeah, probably. Which I can't imagine doing that under pressure. Right, yeah. I mean, yeah. I can't imagine doing any kind of magic because it just would never happen, but. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can try. Not likely. <laughs> likely, but we can try. <laughs> um, Harry likes to have one on one conversations with Lupin, like, very consistently throughout this whole movie. <laughs> Yes. They're like constantly talking, just the two of them. And it, I think it's funny because after Harry casts a successful Patronus, they're both like, okay, we're done for the day. Not like, let's try it again. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's, oh, you did one. We're good. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, good job. You did it. All right. Go by, goodbye. Bye bye. Instead of like, okay, that was great. Do you want to try again? Yeah. <laughs> like, so, Harry's like, um, I think I'm done for the day. It's mm-hmm. because he's lazy and doesn't want to do magic. 
Um, <laughs> I mean, like his lesson was like five, ten minutes tops. Yeah, we watched all of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we watched the entire lesson. It wasn't much of a lesson. No, it was not. Um, so I don't know. And then, of course, they have the little chat. Um, but then Harry finds like Ron and Hermione later, and they're uh, they're arguing. Or are you not? Are you not done? Are you done? Oh no, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> You're good. Go on. Yeah. So he finds Ron and Hermione later, and they're arguing, and it's because um, Ron has lost Scabbers, mm-hmm. and he's blaming Crookshanks, and so he's mad at Hermione, <laughs> and Hermione's like, Crookshanks didn't do it. And um, they're having this discussion while they're walking down to Hagrid's. Yeah. While they're walking down to Hagrid's. I think so, yeah. 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 <clears throat> um, but on their way down there, they run into Draco and his friendlies. <laughs> Wait, is um, this how that happens? Yeah. Hold on. I'm pretty sure. Is it not? No, it's oh, not. Oh, no, it's not. It's not. It's <laughs> I was like, you're that's right, not my right. notes here. No. Okay, so they just go down to Hagrid's and talk to Hagrid a little bit. Yeah. Because oh, this, this is the when theme. skipping the stones. It's, yeah. yeah, this is where he's skipping the stones. Sorry, I got ahead of myself. Oops. You really did. <laughs> that's okay, though. <laughs> Who needs to talk about divination? <laughs> just There's other things, too. So. <laughs> yeah, there are other things. Okay, anyway. They're at Hagrid's and they're talking to him. About how his uh, his trial went, and this mm. is when Hagrid lets them know that Buckbeak got sentenced to death because yep. of Lucius. Um, yeah, silly little Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I I think like earlier when we were starting this episode, I just glanced over at your notes, or like my eyes just happened to skirt by them, and I saw freaking Lucy. And for some reason, my mind turned it into freaking juicy. And I was like, what? Yes. <laughs> I was like, what is that? What? <clears throat> that is and then what I actually I wrote. read it. And I was yep. like, oh. <laughs> I wrote freaking juicy. Yes. Freaking juicy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's all I have for that. Plankton yeah, that's all I had for it, too. I was just like, oh, poor Buckbeak. Sentenced to death. Yeah. That's so it. I love how we had basically the same... <laughs> question about Harry. Uh, but first of all, Ron does have a fun little nightmare happening. I love this bit of the scene. I've always enjoyed this part. Like, there are parts of this movie that I absolutely love. It's just yeah, not same. the whole movie. Same. <laughs> um, but this part when, when Ron wakes up and he's like, the spiders, they want me to tap dance. I don't want to tap dance. <laughs> you tell those spiders, Ron. Okay, okay. Like, I'll tell them, I'll tell them. And so, <laughs> yeah. then, you know, Ron goes back to sleep. But we, like, start the scene off seeing Harry in bed, like, studying something. And I'm like, mm-hmm. since when did Harry become a studier at night? <laughs> Why is he always studying when he's supposed to be sleeping? <laughs> and I was like, I'm so confused. And then we we transition over to, like, seeing what harry is looking at and it's the map mm-hmm. so i was like okay as long as he's not actually studying because that would be just incredibly out of character see <laughs> i i never thought he was studying like studying studying i was i think just because i know the movie so well i'm like oh it's the map <laughs> i forgot it was the map so i was like 
what is he doing? <laughs> Just like how he was doing that at like the Dursleys. I was like, why? <laughs> why is he studying in the middle of the night? <laughs> yeah. God, I, I do. I still, I still question why is Harry studying the map in the middle of the night anyways? Like, is he, is he looking for Sirius on there or what? I don't know. But he's looking at it anyway, and then he just happens to notice a name on the map. And it's a mm-hmm. name he hasn't really seen before. Yeah. On the map. Which is kind of weird. You would think that maybe he would, but also, I guess not. He been in his dormitory, so. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> well, except for the fact that uh, Scabbers, aka Peter Pettigrew, has been missing. Yeah. So maybe he wouldn't have seen the name. Maybe. Well, because it was before Christmas stuff, so he probably would have if he had actually yeah. paid attention. I mean, he I would think so. But... He's Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he sees Peter Pettigrew on the map, and he's like, what? So then, of course, he's like, you know what? I'm going to go investigate this. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. So he, he walks out, and um, I just... I was like, Harry, uh, where is your cloak? What the fuck? (laughs) Right. Does it just not exist in this movie? It doesn't exist in this movie. It really doesn't. It exists for one scene, and that's it. Except for that one scene. That is the only (laughs) scene he uses it in. And it's like, yes, that was how it was used in the book, too. But there are a few other instances where you used it, Mm -hmm. you know, in the Mm -hmm. book. That should have happened in the movie, but did not. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But also, like, I, I I, think we've talked about this before, but I know, like, when I was younger, I felt like the invisibility cloak was a much bigger thing than it mm-hmm. actually is in the books yeah. and movies. Same. I thought so. it was bigger. But, um, so Harry's walking down the hallway trying to, like, run into Peter Pettigrew, I guess, or something? Yeah, he's, I don't like, know. trying to... Well, I think he's just curious because he's like, I thought this guy was supposed to be dead. Like, how is he here? So he's like, I want to see if it's actually him. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so he starts walking down the hallway and we can hear the little rat feet going Mm -hmm. of all the scenes happening. But we know that Harry has no clue that it's the rat. Um... So the entire time it's happening, we're we're like, Harry, look down, 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 <laughs> down, down, down. Put your light down. <laughs> right, yeah, because here's the thing. Like, I understand that Harry is looking for a human-sized human being. That is Peter Pettigrew. But I'm like, okay, if you see Peter's name, you would think like, okay, oh, he's going around me? Where the fuck is he? And right? you would think he would, would also look it. down. Where's like, the ground? <laughs> where the hell is he? Yeah. <laughs> like, um. But yeah, so Peter literally escapes Harry because Harry's kind of dumb about Harry's that. a dumb dumb. <laughs> literally. Dumb, literally. literally. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so then, you know, Harry looks at the map again to like see, like, I don't know if he was necessarily looking for Pettigrew, but he happened to notice that Snape was coming around the corner and he was like, oh, and so he's like, okay, really quick, mischief managed and knocks. And then mm-hmm. that's when Snape is like, light. Yep. And he's like, oh, hello. 
why are you strutting about the castle? <laughs> Harry's just like, uh, I was sleepwalking. And it's like, uh-huh, likely story. Dude, he literally said that. And I was like, you fucking liar. Like, <laughs> Snape is not going to believe that you were sleepwalking. Right? Yeah. <laughs> He's never going to believe that. He's like, uh, you're so like your father. He, mm-hmm. too, liked to strut around the castle. <laughs> See, what I want to know is how Snape found Harry that night. Dude, I don't know. I think it was just purely coincidence. Yeah, I I do think it was coincidence and the fact that Snape happened to see a light. But also, why is Snape wandering around the castle without a light? (laughs) Does he have night vision? he's nocturnal, okay? (laughs) (laughs) He has night vision. Um, I'm convinced. I I just genuinely thought it was hilarious that Harry's response to the strutting comment was like, my dad didn't strut and nor do I. (laughs) Like, (laughs) dude, you don't even know your dad. He probably did strut. He probably did. (laughs) (laughs) He probably did. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you defending someone you don't know? (laughs) Right. Like, I understand he's your dad. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't know what he did at Hogwarts. No. Like, you haven't learned that yet. Eventually, you might learn a little bit of it, but you still don't know what he did at Hogwarts. Yeah. You know that he was, what, the seeker on the Quidditch team? I think he was actually the chaser. chaser or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. I think it was, chaser. I think it was the chaser. I think you're right. Yeah. I think in the movies, though, they made him a seeker instead. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like, like it's okay. Blood. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. So, he, he played on Quidditch team, and you know that. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think that's about all you know, Harry, right now. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like you you know that he played on the Quidditch team. You know that he was best friends with Sirius at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know yeah, he's that, that now. yeah, he he knows that now. Um, you know that your parents met at Hogwarts. Yep, that's about it. You literally do not know your parents. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> You know that you look like your father and that you have your mother's eyes because yeah, everyone has to tell you that. Said, it's oh said in every single book and movie. I am oh. 100% sure. The writing is just so wonderful. <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, so, you know, they're, they're, they're chilling. Snape is like, all right, well, why don't you turn out your pockets, Harry? Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay. So he pulls out, you know, the map. But it's just parchment right now. And um, Snape's like, what's that? And he goes, a spare piece of parchment. <laughs> Dude, Harry, you know you can't say stuff like that to Snape. He will not believe you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that. if he said it to any teacher, they would have been like, why do you have it? <laughs> right? <laughs> like, what What are you going to write down randomly? Yeah, they they would be like, piece of paper. <laughs> it would be like, Harry, I am your professor. I've known you for two and a half years. I know you would not carry around a spare bit of parchment. Yeah. Yeah. So then we have that moment where Snape is all like, well, I'm going to figure out what this paper does. And he goes, reveal your secrets. <laughs> yeah. Which, like, fine, Which, whatever. How does that work? How is that, like, it? a... I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't get it. In the book, doesn't he try, like, a few different approaches? To yeah, he, I think build? he tries, like, three or four different things. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. And then he finally ends on, like, whatever it is he does. And it mm-hmm. starts yeah. talking to him. But, um, but it's the first try for this one. And... 
I mean, they're sassy. The the yeah. Marauders wrote a sassy message in case Snape ever tried to like get mm-hmm. his hands on their uh, their map. I do still <clears throat> wonder why it says Professor Snape instead of Severus Snape. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know either. Um, Unless it was just Harry being like, "Oh, this says his name," but I'm gonna call him Professor. <laughs> But I also feel like Harry would have just read it as is. Yeah, because that's what so. Snape told him to do, is just read it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he did. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I still wonder why it would even know that it was Snape trying to... Well, I don't think it's necessarily that... Well, no, I do. I, th- I think there had to have been something that the Marauders did to it. That... <laughs> well, I, I think it's that... <clears throat> They were like, okay, if Snape specifically, you know, looks at this, these are going to be like the insults that we're going to put on here for him. But if it's anyone else, some random person, then it'll just be like generic insults or I, I don't know. Like, I, just, I don't understand how the map works. That's really all this comes down to. It, it makes, it doesn't really make sense. It's an awesome yeah. map. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but cool, but it, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It's a lot less detailed in the movie than it is in the book. Um, mm-hmm. But in this instance, when Snape was like, well, I'm taking that away from you because he was all offended by it or whatever, um, Lupin shows up randomly. Mm-hmm. Uh, the question there is how and why and how what? That castle's huge. <laughs> I know, that's the thing. They I'm all like, end up in the same corridor together. I feel like there's no way it's just a coincidence <laughs> that they all ended up in the same corridor. Was right? Lupin like following snape <laughs> maybe <laughs> i don't know um, yeah, who knows but, but they're all in the same God. corridor together <laughs> i love snape's comment here he goes well well lupin out for yeah. a little walk in the moonlight yes i was like <laughs> wow making a comment about moonlight to lupin <laughs> yeah. um but of course lupin's like oh harry are you okay is this guy bothering you <laughs> yeah <laughs> He's like, let, let me let me check to make sure the student is okay, Snape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Snape's like, I just confiscated um, something about like a piece of like very dark magic or whatever. Yeah, he's like, it's very dark magic, obviously. <laughs> and Lupin's <laughs> like, I, I feel like that's just a parlor trick, but I'll take it if you say it looks like dark magic since that's my area of expertise. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, I'm sure this is just, you know, from Zonko's joke shop. Like, uh, but you say it's dark magic, so I got to look at it. Yeah, yeah, because Snape tried to take it back and, and Lupin yeah. was like, absolutely not. Yep. <laughs> this is not yours. This is mine. This is, this is mine. <laughs> and then, you know, uh, Lupin's like, all right, Harry, you know, come with come with me. Come on, we're, we're going to take a walk. And I'm like, I feel like you should be sending him back to his common room. Uh-huh. But I, I understand why he's not. <laughs> but instead, he angrily takes him back to his office mm-hmm. <laughs> where they can have a chat. <laughs> yeah. And Lupin's like mad at Harry for not turning the map in. Yeah, he's like, I'm astounded you didn't turn it in. And I'm like, yeah. why would Harry turn it in? Like, Yeah. No, what? he's he's legit yelling at Harry about the map and how, like, it could have been a map for Sirius. And, like, mm-hmm. I'm sitting here like, how would Harry have known that Sirius would know how that map would work? Right? Like, how that, would anyone that's, know how that map works? Like, that's just worst case scenario. Sirius yeah. somehow knows how to work it out. Yeah. but. 
as far as Harry knows, like Sirius would never know. No, because he doesn't know what Sirius's nickname was or who Sirius was or what he did or that he even he knows, helped make the map. He knows nothing <laughs> true about Sirius exactly. except for the fact that Sirius is his godfather. That's yes. the only true thing he knows. And that's the thing that makes him mad because he's like, I must kill him. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, Harry. But yeah, it's just like, I don't know. It's interesting that Lupin would get mad at him over it instead of just like have a conversation with him about how like, you know, maybe it would have been better to turn it in kind of thing instead of like, how dare you not turn this in? (laughs) Yeah. I'm also really surprised that Harry doesn't question the fact that Lupin knows it's a map. Oh my gosh. I know. (laughs) He's just like, what? And Lupin's like, well, I'm going to know when you go back to your dormitory. So you better go straight back. He's like, I'll be watching. (laughs) It's like, okay, Harry, how are you? Like, what? He just just doesn't question it. Just like you said, he's just like, okay. And leaves. And it's like the Harry that we know from the books would have been real sassy and been like, how do you even know how to work it? Yeah. (laughs) He would have tried to figure out, but like, this Harry is just like, okay, and then leaves. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, like, as he's leaving, he's like, you know, sir, I don't think that map actually works. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. Like, and, what do you mean? And it's that's like, when he's well, like, I saw Peter Pettigrew on the map. Yeah. <laughs> and Lupin's just like, that's not possible. And I'm like, well, Lupin, take a look yourself. I'm sure yeah, you can find him. He's like, what? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's literally just like, uh, no. <laughs> it's like, because if Pettigrew is still alive, then that means that Sirius was framed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so he's I, like, what? <laughs> I just had a random thought about the map. A random question. Okay. With that, not, none of us can answer. It, but. <laughs> but my question is, does the map show people as like what their like birth names are? Or does it show like what they actually go by? Like um, there's a girl at work who's like, first name is alexis but she goes by her middle name which is summer like huh what what does it go by what the person chooses to go by or what i don't know i don't know that's a good question i i feel like it would go by what their actual like birth name is to be honest probably i would say but again how does it even know that (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) How did they categorize every human being in existence? Mm-hmm. I guess it would be real easy to see where all the um, Bow Buttons and Durmstrang kids are in Hogwarts mm. whenever they come. But, you know, yeah. Harry doesn't use the map like that. <laughs> no. Does he even really use the map again at all later? I don't he think should. So. He should. He should. I don't think he does. <laughs> It's only important for this book. Because this is the book he got it in. So stupid. If you have these useful artifacts, aka Invisibility Cloak (laughs) and Marauder's Map, why the fuck wouldn't you use them? It could also just be him drawing a line of, like, don't get obsessed with these things. But also, he's just going to be dumb. I don't know about that one. Harry and his, like, morality line. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I am super moral now. I will not be using those things. <laughs> okay, Harry. I mean, because when you think about it, it does remind me of um, 
you know, like you can share your location with people like through yeah. Google and whatnot. And like, I know j- just for instance, my dad will check when like my mom is coming home from work or and whatnot, or when she's coming home from church. And I'm like, okay, that's really annoying. Like she'll get here when she gets here. Right. <laughs> like, Sometimes you get held up. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. My family all has access to everyone's location, basically, I think. It's, yeah, yeah it's interesting. I don't really check it. <laughs> I, yeah, I stopped sharing my location with my dad um, when I was in college once. because I've, I've probably said this, but because there was one time I was like an hour south of my college while I was on choir tour. And my dad texts me in the middle of the concert and he's like, what are you doing so far down south? And I'm like, I'm on a choir tour. Why are you checking up on me? For real? What the hell? You're like, I'm very confused why this matters to you right now. Yeah. I'm away at college. I can do whatever the fuck I want. True story, bro. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. So I I stopped sharing my location after that because one I already thought it was creepy, but two like I was just like okay no nope, I'm not I'm not doing this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like if I need if if I feel like I'm going somewhere unsafe then sure I'll share it again, but otherwise, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. It's fun times, you know. Location Uh sharing is good when you get put in a situation where you're in danger Mm -hmm. and they need to find you. But there are lines that you can cross, Mm -hmm. too, with having other people's locations and, like, just checking it, like, constantly. Like, that's that's Mm kind of weird and, like, invasive. And, like, I also also want to say, like, if you're... I feel like if you're meeting up with someone for the first time, like if you're going on a date with someone, like feel free to share your location with someone, Mm -hmm. like a trusted person, just in case. Like, I think Karen, I think I've told you once, like where I was going on a date Mm -hmm. to meet up with some guy. And I was like, Karen, I'm going here. If you don't hear from me by the end of the day, then reach out (laughs) to me or something. Reach out to your parents or something. Let them know that you're missing. Please. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But. You didn't go missing, obviously. So. I did not, no. <laughs> We're good. Colleen's still here, it's guys. It's all good. I'm still here. I'm still alive. Nothing happened. <laughs> Nothing happened. Um, but yeah, so back to this scene, though. Mm-hmm. Right after Harry tells him he saw Peter Pettigrew, Lupin's literally like, no fucking way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not even possible. <laughs> like, if this, if these movies, they had chosen to put, like, actual swear words in it like the, mm-hmm. the bad ones <laughs> like fuck <laughs> yeah. i'm pretty sure all of these characters would be saying that like a lot <laughs> mm-hmm. agreed like Geralt of rivia in the witcher a lot <laughs> i would say uh-huh yeah he's just constantly saying it but yep. like i just i feel like that would be a thing but that's the end of that scene. So Harry does go back to his common room, we would assume, or at least. Yeah, we can assume. I mean, Lupin <laughs> was watching him, so. Yeah. Um, and the next scene we have is more divination. Divination. And I still don't understand why the dream team gets to be the only group of three. Yeah. I don't 
don't know either, but they're they're there, and Ron is asleep. Harry's just kind of zoned out, staring into this crystal ball. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Trelawney's like, oh, oh, let's try here. And Hermione's like, oh, can I try? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they're like, oh. and like okay, the, Hermione. <laughs> the tone in her voice, I, immediately I was like, oh, Hermione, you're not going to actually try. You're just going to go for it. She's just going <laughs> to say whatever the fuck she wants. <laughs> and so she goes, um, the Grim, possibly. <laughs> She didn't Trelawney, even look, really. I know. Trelawney stares at Hermione for a bit, and she's like, you know what? Ever since you walked into my classroom, I knew you didn't have this gift. So, like, just stop trying. Mm-hmm. You need to just go back to your books, honey. Yeah. <laughs> and Hermione gets real mad, so that she just, like, knocks their uh, their crystal ball off the table. Yeah. I, and, I, and I love the fact that, like, <laughs> after Hermione leaves and does that, Trelawney's just kind of like, have I said something? It's like, no Trelawney, shit, Sherlock. You, you don't have the right social skills to be teaching, I don't think, if you're going to say shit like this. Right? Like, I'm sorry, but absolutely not okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So then after the class, Harry and Ron are walking down the stairs because it's a tower mm-hmm. that they yeah. take that class in. And at, like, this is the thing that didn't make sense to me. The ball stops on a step of the stairs yeah like the stairs are continuously going down and around there is uh-huh. absolutely no fucking way the ball would have stopped in the crook between one step and another step honestly i don't even understand how the crystal ball even got to the stairs because i don't think hermione hit it hard enough to actually go to the I stairs i don't think so either but yeah but no like- you're right it doesn't make sense that it <laughs> stopped on a step like it would have gone all the way down like, it probably just- would have shattered Honestly. I'm just sitting here like momentum and velocity, like uh-huh. physics disagrees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> physics disagrees. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Harry finds it and is like, oh, I should take this back. And Ron's like, yeah, I'm not going back. You have fun with that. Bye. <laughs> yeah, he's like, bye. I'm not going to the crazy lady. Like, nothing. So Harry's like, fine. And I understand that they needed Harry to go back to the divination room, but they could have had the ball stop somewhere else. That would have made more sense. Yeah. It didn't have to be on the steps. But yeah. he goes back, and this is when Trelawney gives her wonderful um, wonderful prophecy. Prediction, yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. A prophecy. <laughs> that, that, that thing. Uh-huh. Because Harry walks in and he puts the ball back, but when he puts the ball back, you actually start seeing Sirius's face in it. Yeah, and Sirius is saying his name, and I'm like, <laughs> what <laughs> and that's huh? not from the book <laughs> i don't not understand this no 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 was not in the book i don't that was a movie choice <laughs> yeah and i don't uh, understand it i also don't because there's no way harry would have actually seen anything in the crystal ball no. he does not have the sight <laughs> um but trelawney literally like this is another jump scene like, this is one of those big mm-hmm. ones that people, like, hardcore remember, where she, like, grabs his shoulder and just, like, starts, <sighs> like, talking like a <laughs> yeah. weird, gaspy, like, like almost, like, zombie voice. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she, she gives the prophecy about how 
Peter is going to escape and return to the Dark Lord, and it's all going to be fun party times, you know, for yeah. them. <laughs> I, I think it's interesting that she doesn't remember her predictions, her or like her actual her prophecies. Her real ones, yeah. Yeah, her I real think ones. That's interesting, too. Because I think it would have been interesting had a, had she not gone the route of divination or something, you know? Like, had she been interested in something else in her life and gone on a different career path? And still yeah. had prophecies. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Huh. That would be interesting. Yeah. Well, this makes for two whole prophecies that she's gotten right now. Um, she's on a winning streak. She, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so many years apart, but yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, so Harry meets back up with like Ron and Hermione, and this is when they meet up with Draco because they're all yes. walking back down to Hagrid's because this is the execution day. Yeah, um, and they pass by the executioner yeah. sitting in the courtyard sharpening his axe. Yeah, <laughs> super menacing. Yeah, um, but they they pass him and then they run into Draco, and Draco's like, "Oh, we're gonna watch from up here." And my dad said I could have the hippogriff's head. I think I'm gonna mm-hmm. donate it to the Gryffindor common room. And I was just like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I didn't catch any of that when I was yes. watching. <laughs> yep he uh, he has a nice little conversation I with his it. cronies about how he's gonna donate it to the Gryffindor common room. <laughs> you know, I might have heard it and then ignored it. So. <laughs> I got you, girl. I got you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like they're just sitting there talking about it. And Hermione, like without any real prompting, I mean, maybe she heard what he had said about donating Buckbeak's head, but she goes, you foul, loathsome, evil little cockroach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Thrust her wand up into his face and he's all like, like I'm freaking out. Hermione's scary. <laughs> and then... um. Of course, Ron's like, oh, he's not worth it. <laughs> like, come on, Hermione. So she's like, fine. She puts her wand down and Draco uh-huh. like starts like, I don't know, laughing. Starts laughing like, ha, yeah. And so then Hermione's right. like, all right. And she whips around and just punches him straight in the nose. <laughs> I love that part. Like, hard. <laughs> like, yes. Uh, and I think it's just funny, like, basically that scene just because like we know how good um and how close of friends uh emma watson and um tom felton tom felton are sorry i forgot his name for like a hot second you're good like they're close they're close in real life and so it's just kind of funny that they had that scene (laughs) right yeah in the face (laughs) oh i just thought it was funny but after that after she punches him he is like "Ah!" And so he runs back into the castle. He's not going to watch the execution anymore. <laughs> he's, he basically runs back into the castle crying. Yeah. And he's like, don't tell anyone about this. Like, he literally tells his little his little friends, don't tell anyone about uh-huh, this. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so then, of course, Hermione, Ron, and Harry are like, well, time to go. So they walk down to Hagrid's hut, and they're, like, chatting with Hagrid about it. He's like, you guys shouldn't be here. Like, they're coming any second to, like, mm-hmm. like kill him. Like, they're gonna kill Buckbeak. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, I think this is also when he mentions that Dumbledore uh, wanted to be with Hagrid for the ex- mm-hmm. execution, which I'm like, I feel like Dumbledore should have done that anyways. Yeah, for Since, real. you know, he he's the, the headmaster of Hogwarts, and that's where <laughs> <laughs> Hagrid teaches. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. 
But, you know, it's whatever, I guess. And Hermione's like, well, we'll stay too. And Hagrid's like, you will not. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's like, absolutely not. You're going to get in trouble if people see you here anyway. Second Mm -hmm. of all, you're not going to see that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not letting you see that. Uh Yeah. No way. Um, So yay for a a teacher protecting these 13-year-olds, kind of. (laughs) But they don't get a chance to go back up to the castle before Fudge, Dumbledore, and all of them, mm-hmm. the executioner, come to the cottage mm-hmm. hut place that Hagrid yeah. lives. So Hagrid's like, well, I guess you guys have to go out the back door. And I'm just wondering, when has there ever been a back door? No idea, but I also have a comment to make before they leave Hagrid's hut. Let's go. Do it. Because it's important. Um, oh, somehow rocks. Hagrid had scabbers. Yes. So he hands, yeah, you know, he scabbers back to Ron. And it's like, you better keep a better eye on your pet, Ron. And I'm like, okay, but Ron hasn't been able to do that all year. Mm-mm. Nope. And plus, you know, the pets just get to wander Hogwarts anyways, so. Yeah, that's true. What do you want? Also, whatever happened to Trevor? Um, I don't know. I'm real honest. He's Snape killed him, though. I'm sure. Oh my gosh. Because <laughs> of all the potion testing on yeah. him. <laughs> My question was, why was he bringing Trevor to every class anyway? I don't know. Harry doesn't bring Hedwig to every class. Hermione doesn't bring Crookshanks to every class. Imagine if she did. Crookshanks probably would have attacked <laughs> Trelawney. Um, <laughs> probably. But, oh, another thing from the scene is Hermione gets hit with a, or not hit with a rock. Harry gets hit with a rock, but Hermione, mm-hmm. like, there's a rock that's thrown through the window that breaks a glass. Yeah, it's like a jar or something. Small rock, but anyway, it breaks it, and Hermione's like, "What?" (laughs) She stands there like, "Okay," and then it hits Harry in the back, and that's when they know Mm -hmm. that those people are coming, which is important for later. (laughs) I think that's also kind of when they're like, "Oh, it's coming from the window." Yeah, because I think at first they were just like, "Where did that come from?" But once it hits Harry, because yeah. Harry's standing right next to the window, they're yeah. like, ah, it's out there. And then they're like, oh, uh, we got to go. Yeah. So that's when they head out through the back door. Um, mm-hmm. And they, like, kind of wait a little bit, obviously, to, like, make sure that the other people get inside and don't see them. Um, but they do peace out. Yeah. Uh, and this is when... Like, they're heading back up to the castle, and they literally get, like, so close to the castle. Mm-hmm. They're almost back inside, and then Scabbers is like, ha ha, and he be- bites Ron and runs. Well, they were also sitting there watching, waiting for the yeah. execution to happen, so. Which they weren't supposed to be doing anyway, but, you know. Yeah, well. I guess that's their problem. <laughs> yeah. Um, and... The Scabbers does run. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think this is just uh, the director's way of being like, okay, instead of them running up the hill and then hearing uh, the executioner chop whatever, yeah. and them thinking, oh, it's done. It's them seeing the axe go down, but not yep. actually seeing where the axe hit. So no, they don't see like anything. As far as they know, Buckbeak was executed. As far as they know, and Hermione's all sad about it, and like Harry's like. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. He's not like crying. Right. Hermione's the only one who's like crying about it. Yeah. Like the others um, are sad, but Hermione's really upset. Yeah. Yeah. And then this is when Scabbers bites Ron. And yeah. 
And Scabbers runs to, or at least towards, the Whomping Willow, and yep. Ron goes after him. And for whatever reason, the Whomping Willow is just kind of sitting there chilling. Yeah. When, uh, you know, Harry and Hermione run after Ron, and then, you know, Ron's sitting on the ground with Scabbers, yep. and he looks at Harry and Hermione and then sees behind him, like, uh, there's a dog. There's a big scary dog. It's like, the Grim. He, Ron. Yeah, he's on the Grim. Yeah, he's like, oh, Harry, behind you. Yeah, Harry and Hermione run. It's the Grim. And um, they both turn around. They're like, oh, shit. But, like, Sirius doesn't even bat an eye at those two. He just runs mm-hmm. straight towards Ron and grabs his leg mm-hmm. with his teeth. And then he yeah. yoinks him into the Whomping Willow. Yep. <laughs> and Harry and Hermione are like, what the heck? So then, <laughs> you know, they're like, well, we should go after him. So they try, but they're too slow. So they get hit away by the Whomping Willow. Yeah, and, I'm yeah. very confused about the Whomping Willow. When does it decide to attack? I don't when know. does it decide to not attack? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know either. Um... But yeah, they they got hit by the Whomping Willow. So now they have to deal with all of the craziness of the Whomping Willow being insane again. Yeah. And trying to find their way into that little cranny. Mm -hmm. Because they don't know how to calm down the tree. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't even know if that was even built into this, uh, this movie world of harry potter because i don't think it was as far as i know we never really see anyone calm that tree down we do in this movie when they go back in time and they see lupin and snape go in that's true because lupin casts like a spell yeah yeah but i don't know man uh i don't know (laughs) so (laughs) hermione ends up literally jumping on a branch I think she got hit by it. Riding it. And just Uh, happened to hang on. grabbed on and held on. Um, But she stays on that branch for a while, which, like, okay, Hermione. (laughs) Uh, But then later, she grabs Harry's shirt and just kind of throws him into the hole. (laughs) And very quickly follows afterwards, which Mm -hmm. I don't know how that would exactly be possible. Yeah, I'm like, Hermione, how? (laughs) How'd you do that? First of all, how did you manage cool. to get Harry into the hole? How did you have enough strength to pick him up with one hand yeah. um, and then toss him into a very small hole? Like, yeah, and pick him up by his shirt, no less. Yeah. Like, that would hurt his armpits, if anything. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, fun times, guys. Fun um, times. <laughs> but they both make it into the tree. Yes. And Harry's like, I think this leads to this specific place, but I, mm-hmm. I really hope I'm wrong. I, I also want to point out, I think I said <laughs> yes. in the previous episode that the only time we ever see a secret passageway is in the last book, last movie. Uh, oh, but okay. we also do see this yeah. secret passageway. So we I just want to point that out, too, <laughs> since cool, I cool. forgot about it. Oh, no worries. I think I forgot about it, too. So it's all good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Do you like going to the movies with your friends and talking about them after the credits roll? Movies and Podcorn is a podcast that looks to recreate that exact experience. And in season one, Joey and Adam are diving deep, deep into the Pixar universe and analyzing every single Pixar film. 
You can check us out on Spotify, iTunes, or at thecircuitverse.com. Again, listen to Movies and Podcorn. Did I mention it's called Movies and Podcorn? But they, you know, they head on into the the willow, and Hermione's like, this is the shrinking shack, isn't it? And Mm -hmm. Harry's like, well... He doesn't really respond. She just says, I think this is the shrieking shack. And then they just keep going <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. upstairs, upstairs to find Ron. And then Ron's like freaking out. He's like, ah, he's not, he's not a dog. He's an animagus. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the fact that when Ron first sees him and yells, it's the grim. It's the fact that he calls him a grim instead of like, oh, a dog. Yeah. that's just the whole thing in the movie that it's like yep. oh it's the grim it's the grim like I, I thought the grim was just an omen not an actual yeah. thing I also thought that but like okay. <laughs> it was probably just the first thing that Ron thought of just because you know probably but we are here and it is time to meet Sirius Black for real <laughs> yes um and i don't know this scene is like interesting i guess it's yeah i like i like this scene but i don't know it's it's whatever it's yeah it's serious black he's here yeah. i <laughs> um you know what uh, the very early on in the scene, you know, Sirius says, only one will die tonight. And Harry's just immediate, like, and it'll be you. And he, like, attacks. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, Harry. Little 13-year-old pouncing on this, like, starved prisoner of Azkaban. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> like, you're kind of God. being cruel to your godfather. I mean, I understand you don't know that he's actually a good person. But, like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude, come on. <laughs> I mean, maybe he's not, like, a good person, but he's definitely not a murderer. <laughs> yeah. So. Which, when Lupin shows up, Lupin and Sirius reunite. Like, they've yeah. been conspiring together for a while. And this is the first time they're actually face-to-face. And I'm yeah. like, huh? Yeah. It's almost as if they've been passing notes to each other. But you yeah. know that hasn't been happening. Because yeah. if that had been happening, Sirius would have told Lupin that Peter was already alive. So it wouldn't yeah. have been news to him when Harry told him. Yeah. And, like, here's the thing, too. You you would still think that Lupin would show up and be like, okay, explain yourself, Sirius. Like, what's yeah. going on? Exactly. Like, tell me what you know, and then we'll figure this out. Mm-hmm. But instead... <laughs> Instead, they hug like old friends reunited. Yeah. 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 Weird weird stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. But they all have their little chat, and Sirius and Lupin are trying to explain that, you know, Peter Pettigrew is actually still alive, and he's in the room, and he's actually the rat. But when Sirius tries to, like, say that he's there, he's like, he's right there, and Ron's like, not me! You're mental! (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, yeah. not you, you're rat. <laughs> and so they're like, I, I don't even think. Well, what? no, sorry, sorry, go ahead, keep going. Oh, no, so they just, they like, Sirius just kind of explains, like, how obviously this rat is definitely Peter. And he's like, he's missing a toe, isn't he? And how uh-huh. long has he been alive in your family? Yeah, that's kind of a long life for a rat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think this is after Snape comes into the room. What did you do? 
I, I think it is because I think I think they uh, use Expelliarmus oh, on Snape, yeah, and then it's like, right. okay, explain. Yeah, Harry does do that. Okay, yeah. my thing is, um, oh, okay, actually, so they have their reunion. Hermione exposes mm-hmm. Lupin as a werewolf. Yeah, and Sirius does his. I did my waiting twelve years of it in Azkaban. And that's when Snape comes running into the room. Okay, right before Snape comes into yes. the room, though. Okay. <laughs> um, Lupin says, all right, kill him. But wait, one more moment. Harry has a right to know why. And I'm like, okay, this makes it sound like Sirius is actually yes. going to kill Harry. And I'm like, does. why does Harry have the right to know why when really it should be like, Ron. He, he should say like, the three of them have the right to know why or yeah. something, you know, or like Ron has a right to know why. Like, I... Yeah, no, it definitely I, sounds like they're going to kill Harry. <laughs> and it's like, okay, it, like that line was intentionally supposed to make the viewer think that, but it's still just like, I, pick a no. better line. <laughs> Literally, you could write it better. <laughs> Seriously. Um, but I thought it, oh, I'm so, I just, I'm annoyed with this scene because of the way they portrayed it here, just because I feel like it was done way better in the book. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. I mean, there's but there's more detail in the book. So much more. And, like, it just makes more sense the way it happens in the book. But Snape comes running in. It's such a dramatic run. I love so it. dramatic. Like, he, like, runs into the wall at first yeah. and is like, wait, I'm here. And He's then like, oh, here I am. <laughs> Harry's, like, got his wand trained on, like, Sirius, right? Uh-huh. But then he's like, mm, and Snape's like, oh, well, it's okay. I no, I don't. I don't think Harry has a wand right now. Does he does. He? I don't think so. Yeah. Because he um, he tell he says like expelliarmus or whatever at Snape and like throws him backwards and Hermione's like Harry, you attacked the teacher. Yeah, no, but that's after he grabs Hermione's wand from her pocket because I wrote oh. that in my notes. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so I don't think he has a wand right here. He um. But, you know, Snape does come in, does Expelliarmus and, like, Lupin's and uh, oh, yeah. Sirius's wands that's right. do that's right. go. Um, hey, see, that's my issue, though. This, wa- like, spell does that, <laughs> and then later it throws Snape into a freaking, like, like area of the house and shatters yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 huh? <laughs> like, what is the spell? I don't I, understand Expelliarmus as the movies, expe- like portray it but i also even, don't understand even how books. it is in the books because it's confusing there too like i i feel the need to like look up the spell to be sure <laughs> we're interpreting what it's supposed to be hold on i'm literally it's, gonna do that hold it's on. not supposed to throw you backwards right <laughs> but but yeah so Sirius basically starts doing his whole like explanation of like why they should kill uh pettigrew which is ron's rat and um ron's just like no he's just a rat yes go Mm -hmm. for it okay yeah so so roughly translated expelliarmus the disarming charm means to drive out a weapon and that's what it does forces the subject to drop whatever they're holding so it's and like even like that's just one uh one like definition this one this other one basically says the same thing it says the disarming charm expelliarmus was a charm that forced whatever an opponent was holding to fly out of their hand like oh my gosh i just want to punch these people who don't know how spells work um 
Yeah. And the people who make and the movies. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone. But yeah, so they're having their little chat about um all of this and uh Harry decides mm. to like let Sirius and Lupin show him that yeah. That Scabbers is a rat, and that's when they cast the spell on Snape to stop him from interfering with this. Yeah, because it's what's happening. I, I guess it's uh, you know, Sirius and Lupin trying to talk to Snape and be yeah. like, "Hey, no, hey, hold on, hear us out." And yeah, Harry just like reaches around Hermione and grabs her wand from yeah. her pocket, and I'm like, Harry. No, I mean, no, no, like, no. okay, yeah, but also, okay. But, you know, that's when he, while they're, the the teachers, the adults are having this conversation, Harry just yeah. grabs Hermione's wand and then Expelliarmus and Snape yeah. goes flying. And, He's like, I yeah. got this. <laughs> yeah. um, so, like, okay. so ridiculous that he goes flying when the spell previously hadn't done anything. Uh, yeah, so I, to anyone. It's whatever. <laughs> it's whatever, you know? Um, yeah. I did have so, a random question about Scabbers, okay. though. Let's hear it. Why and how did Peter decide to become a part of the Weasley family as a rat? Bro, I don't even understand <laughs> any of that I at all. I, Who knows? I'm so confused by all of it. It makes no sense. But uh -huh. maybe that's just me. <laughs> yeah, but well. it's fine, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Um, I think it's funny because they they do show them that Peter was the rat all along because they yeah. they get him out of his animagus form, and um, this is when Peter starts like pleading with everyone for his life. He's like, "Ron, I was always your rat, and Hermione, mm. you're such a clever girl." Blah blah blah, and then he's all like, "Harry, your father would have shown me mercy," and. Yeah, he's yeah, he said something about James. He's like, oh, you know, like, oh, James would have been so proud of you and blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah. how dare you talk about James in front of him? And yeah, I just, yeah, I just, I was like, okay. Well, and I, I was like, first of all, ew, the actor mm -hmm. did a great job of acting and looking like a rat. <laughs> yep. He's very good at that. Yes. Um, second of all, no, Harry's dad would not have shown him mercy. Probably not. If he no. had... If he had been placed in a similar situation where people who were very important to him had been killed because of Pettigrew, or mm -hmm. he knew what was supposed to happen to him and Lily because of Pettigrew, or Lily yeah. had died because of Pettigrew, he would not have shown him mercy. Mm -hmm. He would have been like, yeah, let's kill him. Yeah. He I don't like, think James would have been like, oh, yeah, we'll just take <sighs> him to the Dementors. So oh, yeah, the they, fact mm -hmm. that Harry just agrees with Peter makes me really mad. Yeah, because you could have just stopped it all right here. <laughs> yeah, I I think it's also the fact though that I mean you you also have to realize that Harry is thirteen and yeah. he's probably kind of like, is it right to kill him? Like I like sure yeah. he wanted to fucking kill Sirius Black, he yeah. wanted to, but also it's kind of like okay wait, but if I let them just kill him here, then I'm a part of this. I helped yeah. murder him, you know, like but he wanted to be a murderer <sighs> at thirteen. Remember. Oh, I <laughs> I'm like Harry, Harry. I, I think it's just goal. reality catching up to him that he's like, hold on a second. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Probably, but it's just awful. Mm -hmm. I I do like this part where uh, 
I, I think it's serious. Serious is just kind of like, you sold James and Lily to Voldemort, didn't you? And Peter goes, I didn't mean to. And I'm like, but yes, fuck? you did. You literally told him where they were. Don't say, I didn't mean to. For you had real. intent. <laughs> For real. Like, there isn't any I didn't mean to. And, no. and like, he, he goes on to say, like, oh, you know, the Dark Lord, like, Voldemort's very persuasive. You have no like, idea he, the power he possesses. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, no, but uh, mm -mm, no. It's not an excuse. No. You would have known what would happen with that information. Yeah, Yeah, and he also says, like, Sirius, what would you have done? Sirius is like, I would have died. Yeah, I would have died rather than betray my friends. Yeah, exactly. And that's when Peter's like, no, no, you wouldn't have. But, like, yes, he probably (laughs) would have. I'm sure that Sirius would have. Uh Um, Yeah. Honestly, if Sirius had been the secret keeper, they would have been a lot safer. Mm-hmm. That's true. But I understand why he didn't take it, because he was like, I was the obvious choice. Yeah. Yeah. You were the it. obvious choice, because I, they I, trusted you. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, Peter really would not have been the obvious choice. No. And he wasn't. He but was a bad I think, choice. <laughs> but he was a bad choice, because he's, he was the weak link, honestly. Yep. And yep. so, you know, Voldemort's like, okay, go after the weak link, figure out who the yeah. secret keeper is. Oh, he's the secret keeper? Okay, cool. Yeah. You don't ever, ever have someone who is that malleable. Yes. Protect a oh secret God. like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, Harry convinces them to take him to the Dementors and be all like, the Dementors can, like, have their way with you, Peter. Mm-hmm. Um. And so they, you know, they start their exit out of the the Shrieking Shack. And um, they, like, they legit sit under the Whomping Willow for a while. So why yeah. is the Whomping Willow staying so calm? Right? I'm like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> but also, I realized, because, uh, you know, like, Sirius, like, goes out and, like, stares at the castle. And yeah. Harry goes to join him. And I'm like, wait a minute. I thought the Whomping Willow was, like, right nearby the castle, but instead it's, like, far away. <laughs> Am I wrong on yeah. this? Or... Well, I think it's supposed to be far-ish away. Like, far-ish. it's supposed to be kind of on the Cause... edge of the grounds. Because I'm like, if I remember the second movie, I think the second movie, it was closer it's to the castle. very close to the yeah. castle. Yeah. So I think it's me remembering that yeah. rather than where it is now. And I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> I think in the book it's supposed to be kind of far from the castle. It probably is, they, yeah. I think they definitely got that wrong in the second one, but it's not really as big of a detail. Mm-hmm. That's like a huge issue if they get it wrong kind of thing. Yeah. So I think that's probably what it was. It was just um, something I noticed. <laughs> but yeah, no, they definitely moved where the Whomping Willow was yeah. in this movie. <laughs> they definitely did. It took me until this scene to realize they had moved it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But they make it out of there, and Ron has this fun little conversation with Hermione about how he's pretty sure that his leg is going to have to be chopped off. He's like, it's too late. It's ruined. It'll have to be chopped off. Because he got bit by Sirius and is like, yeah. well, yeah. my leg is done. He's so dramatic. <laughs> like, okay, Ron. And yeah. And they're, you know, they're just kind of like relaxing a little bit. But I was like, why are you guys relaxing when legit you have someone who really should be taken into custody right now yeah like stop chilling and start walking and start yeah start walking <laughs> get him up there 
but also this is the scene where Sirius offers to let Harry live with him. Yep. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of sweet, but yeah. it feels like it's a bit too soon to offer because Harry yeah. barely knows this guy. And he for some reason, they're all him. just like blindly trusting him now. They're kind of like, yeah. oh, it wasn't you. Okay, great. We're all friends. Yeah. And I'm like, I still, I would still like to get to know him better. Yeah, I would but still also, have questions. <laughs> yeah, like would it even be legal for Harry to technically just start living with Sirius? Because I feel like it wouldn't be. Because I mean, if he's his godfather. Yeah, but I feel like the Dursleys have like the parental like rights or something. Like I feel I don't know. I just feel like he he wouldn't be able to just go live with Sirius. I mean, maybe, but I'm sure that it wouldn't take very much to have the Dursleys sign that over. <laughs> oh, I'm sure, maybe <laughs> they'd yeah. be like, "Where's the paper? Where is it?" <laughs> yeah, they'd yeah? be like, "Okay, okay all right, cool, sure, son." Although, <laughs> if we go off base to the book. They already know that this guy, well, they know the face uh, is a yeah. mass murderer. So if they yeah. ever met Sirius, they'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Right? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Nuh-uh. <laughs> like, you're going to go live with the murderer? Uh-uh, no. <laughs> so good. Um, but yeah, so, you know, while they're all having their little conversations that have literally no influence on whether Peter gets taken into the Dementors or not, um, mm-hmm. Lupin comes out with Peter and all of a sudden his transformation starts because lo and behold, the full moon was hiding behind those clouds. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. And this, okay. I, I had to look this up too. I told Karen this before we started recording, but at this point when uh, Remus starts transforming, Sirius goes over to him and is like, Remus, my old friend, have you taken your potion tonight? And I was like, Wait, was there a potion this whole time when they were in school together? Because I thought That's there was. That's what wasn't. I had been wondering. Yeah, and like, because I, I literally went to like the Harry Potter wiki and I looked it up, and it was like, nope, the potion was made after they were in school. So, how does Sirius know about the potion? Unless Crookshanks is spreading secrets like this too, which is entirely possible. I mean, that is possible. We haven't seen them meet up, but we know that that happens in the book, so it's possible yeah. it happened here. Um. But, but since we don't yeah. know that Sirius and Crookshanks are supposed yeah. to be talking, but it's just, it's weird. It's very weird. Um, I genuinely hate the way they did the transformation. Uh, I think yeah. it is absolutely grotesque and disgusting <laughs> and uh-huh. not at all how it should be, but like not, not much you can do about that. Mm-hmm. And, and then after Lupin transforms, he just kind of chills there for a little bit, like, for a second, yeah. Yeah, and Hermione's like, let me try to talk to him. Like, as if that's going to do anything. She's the one who's right. read all about werewolves. She should know that that's not yeah. an option. Right, yeah. I was <laughs> like, Hermione, are you serious? She's the one who wrote her own paper about it because <laughs> yeah. she was told to do that. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, of course, that's when Snape comes out. Yeah. And Snape's just kind of like, there you are. Well, yeah, and <laughs> like, he's all upset uh, with the trio, but he can't see the werewolf until they're like, uh, and the werewolf like growls and he's like, ah, right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Also, and this then he is, knocks him down. <laughs> yeah. This is also around the time that Peter turns back into a rat yes, and leaves is. his clothes behind. Yeah. I, I don't understand the clothes, clothes thing. I don't. I don't either because when he turns into when they turn him back into human, he's wearing clothes. Yeah. But yeah, when he, he turns is. back into a rat, he loses his clothes, and it doesn't yep. make sense. No, it does not. 
so. Does not make sense. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. But we have that, that instance where Sirius starts fighting Lupin. We love it when two best friends fight. We really do. <laughs> uh, where where he's like trying to protect them, you know? And, yeah. And they... Like, Lupin's definitely winning that battle against Sirius. Yes. Um, yes. And then there's a an instance where Harry's like, well, I gotta go save Sirius. So he throws rocks at the werewolf as if that's gonna mm-hmm. keep yeah. him and Sirius alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay, child. Um, but lucky for Harry, something howls far, far away. <laughs> and it like, sounds like a human, which is... Times. Yes. <laughs> Which is really funny because it's just kind of like, what? <laughs> but, yeah. And the werewolf is like, what? Lupin's like, what? Let me go after that noise. Yeah. He's like, so I he have does. to go investigate something. I'll be right back. <laughs> so he does. He heads that way. And, you know, Sirius is like rescued kind of. And Harry isn't going to get injured from Lupin. So Harry follows Sirius. And Sirius had enough energy to turn back into a human, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we watched that transformation happen. <laughs> Kinda, yeah. But yeah, so then they they find themselves by a pond thing. It's definitely not a lake. It's a yeah. pond. Um, in the forest. And Harry's like, oh my gosh, no, Sirius, you're dying. And he's like freaking out and stuff. And then everything starts getting cold and frosty. Yep. <laughs> What could possibly be going on? <laughs> no idea. I, have, I don't know. It's, it's almost as if there's like a creature where if it gets close to water, the water gets cold. And, and it's freezes. almost like there's hundreds of these creatures protecting Hogwarts right now. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, quote unquote protecting. but Oh my gosh. They're not protecting anything. <laughs> no, they're just patrolling. Um, but Harry does his best in casting a Patronus to try and like save him and Sirius from these yeah. Dementors that are flying all over. Uh, and he, you know, he fails. He does it for like two or three Dementors, maybe. Yeah, he, he had a good try. <laughs> yeah. He had a really good try. <laughs> really good try. But then he starts getting actually attacked by the Dementors and is like, well, I can't do anything now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a Patronus comes and saves them. A random one from out of the forest yeah i (laughs) i think it's kind of interesting that like yes it's a like the patronus is a stag we see that and then it's just like beams of power go out from it when (laughs) i expected the stag to like run around you know it's like the whole way supposed to do (laughs) yeah exactly so it's just beams of power and i'm like Okay, you know, this this means that this person is powerful. Like, goddamn. But I'm like, uh, well, we know who it is. So I... It's, mm. it's not supposed to be beams of power, guys. I know, yeah. I was just like, what the hell? It's, it's literally just supposed to be going around and fighting the Dementors off. That's yeah, exactly. Um, but they both get saved by this Patronus. And Harry passes out. Yeah. And next thing we know, he wakes up in the hospital wing. Yeah, he wakes up in the hospital wing. Okay. And Hermione's yeah. like right there. Yeah. 
Hermione and Ron are both there. Ron's in a bed because he obviously can't stand or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But Dumbledore comes and talks to them too. But before Dumbledore oh, yes, comes though, yeah. the first thing Harry says is, I saw my dad. He sent the Dementors away. And I'm like, uh, no, Harry. Sorry to tell you this, but your father's been dead for 12 years. Sirius did his waiting. <laughs> You're right. He did do his waiting. <laughs> he did his waiting. 12 you years of it. You can't negate that. You can't negate that. <laughs> uh, but, but, but yeah, Dumbledore, Dumbledore, comes, Dumbledore in. comes Yeah. And he's like, sorry, y'all are not going to be able to convince all of these like important people in the wizarding world that Sirius is innocent. So I don't know what to tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he's like, but like Granger, um, I mean, this many turns ought to do it. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh. <laughs> In this scene, my favorite part is Dumbledore patting Ron's injured leg. Oh my gosh, poor Ron. <laughs> He's just like, pat, pat, pat. And Ron's like, ow, each time. Like, he winces yeah. each time. He's like, yeah, oh. he like squeaks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, Dumbledore's like, you know, three turns out to do it, and he leaves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically going, Granger, go fix the timeline, please, thanks. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and I think the funny thing is that, you know, like, Hermione, like, pulls out the time turner, puts the the uh, the chain around Harry, because it's already around her, and he, Harry immediately goes to touch it while she's trying to do and her she thing. And slaps his hand. Harry! <laughs> but you don't I even think, know what's happening. I think it's funny because right before that though Dumbledore is like if you guys don't return in the right amount of time there will be dire consequences and I was like there will not be Mm. dire consequences yeah I don't think so you're not even locking the hospital wing this time so and no one's coming to make sure they're there so yeah exactly like there are no dire consequences if they don't return in time yeah for real like what (laughs) um This whole ending sequence is very different from how it is in the book. Mm-hmm. Just by like little details, but the little details add up. Little um, details add up, yeah. Yes, they do. So yeah, so Granger go fix the timeline, right? So mm-hmm. she does her little spinny spinny thing with the time turner and they travel through time. <laughs> I like um, that she doesn't explain one goddamn thing to Harry before no. they're just running off at yeah. the time they go back to. yeah. Like, I, I understand why she couldn't explain before they did it, because Ron yeah. was there, and they, like, can't tell Ron, I guess. Yeah. Um, but even still, like, you would think that Hermione would say something. God. For real. But I guess not. Uh, <laughs> but Hermione, like, looks at the time, and isn't the time, like, it's her watch, right? And it shouldn't have changed. Where they are. I have no idea. I don't remember. I didn't pay I think, that close attention to where she found she, the time. I think she checks the time on her watch and is like, what time is it? Oh, it's this time. What were we doing at this time? And Harry's like, uh, this, I guess? Yeah. And Harry's like, okay, let's go. <laughs> but See, her, I, her watch wouldn't have changed with the time. Yeah, her, her watch wouldn't have changed. If um, she's wearing a watch. I think she is. I think that's how they check Maybe. But, uh, but, oh, also, it was like I think it was like 7.30 or something. And I was like, that seems really bright for 7.30. But also, I don't, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I, I mean, like, I've, I've been to the UK and there was at least one night 
probably multiple nights where it was still bright at like 9 p.m. and I was like what the hell oh like, okay. it was still so light outside I was normal like, up there <laughs> I was like, yeah it's probably normal up there but down here it's not it no, is not, not still light outside at 9 p.m. no it is not that is when it is dark <laughs> uh-huh. it is definitely um, dark by then yeah but they went back before Buckbeak died and I think Hermione is the one who realizes Dumbledore said more than one innocent life could be spared and she's like that means we gotta save Buckbeak (laughs) yeah and so they go and they hide in the forest they hide behind Um, the pumpkins yeah that's right Hagrid's pumpkins, right on the edge of the forest and the funny thing is that you know they're waiting there they're watching themselves in the hut in Hagrid's hut and uh there's that there's that part where Hagrid gives scabbers back to Ron and Harry goes, that's Peter Pettigrew. And Hermione goes, Harry, you can't proceeds to grab Harry, even though he hasn't moved a single muscle. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, yeah. all he said was that's Peter Pettigrew. Now you're egging him on to go kill Peter right there. I know. And then, like... I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's entertaining. Um, I know. But Hermione is like, they're coming, but we're not leaving. And she like realizes that she was the one who threw the rocks through the window. Mm-hmm. So she does it yep. again. Yep. <laughs> Hits Harry in the back of the head. And somehow that hurts Harry right next to her. <laughs> I, I feel like it's or more just like, him remembering the hit. Yeah. So he's just kind of like, ow, like you have a good arm there. Like, <laughs> don't do that again. <laughs> I just think it's funny. Um <laughs> but that's when they realize oh we gotta go and then Hermione's like oh but like they're coming straight here Mm -hmm. yeah to where we are and so then uh she's like okay so we have to like move into the forest so they do move into the forest and um Hermione's like oddly interested in what her hair looks like yeah (laughs) I thought that was kind of weird watching it this time I'm like oh that just okay. doesn't sound like how she would be, but like, yeah. okay. But also at this point too, when she like, like when she's doing that and being like, oh, is that really what my hair looks like from the back? Like you hear a branch like crack mm-hmm. and I'm yeah. like, okay, Hermione didn't do that. I don't think Harry made the branch crack. So I, it's just a random branch that cracked apparently uh, okay. that made the trio from the, the, the before time, you know, <laughs> look back at them. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah but um it's enough that it makes the trio decide to go back to the castle so they run back up to the castle instead of Mm -hmm. staying behind the pumpkins and that gives uh harry and hermione the opportunity to go and save buckbeak yeah so they do they go and grab buckbeak and they uh oddly enough saving him this time was a lot easier because they had the food vest thing (laughs) I'm very curious about that because you know Hermione just happens to see it like off camera and goes and grabs it and I'm like is it just out in the open for anyone to get like like when other animals try to eat those right (laughs) yeah that was my thought too I was like when like the birds try to eat them Um, yeah I don't know but they save Buckbeak they bring Mm -hmm. him off into the forest Um, I I do want to point out uh, you know like Dumbledore and Fudge and Hagrid in the execution room and whatnot, they all come out of Hagrid's hut yep. and they see that Buckbeak's gone and Dumbledore's basically just like, Buckbeak is gone? Oh well, let's have a drink. 
Yeah. And he's like, uh, executioner, your services are no longer required. And I'm like, hey. Yeah. And that's when the executioner is like, well, pumpkin. <laughs> yeah, and he's upset. He's like, get rid of this pumpkin. Hagrid's all like, or ha- Dumbledore's like, I could do with a nice cup of tea or a large brandy. And Dumbledore's yeah. like, or not Dumbledore, Hagrid is like, there will be no small drinks tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, Hagrid, I mean, you know, like, at celebrating. First, at first, Hagrid was like, ugh, Buck Beak. And then it's like, yeah. oh, well, okay, I guess it's fine. Yeah. And yeah, Fudge is all is. like, we have to find the the hippogriff. And he, mm-hmm. Hagrid, Dumbledore's like, well, search the sky if you must, but yeah. I'm going to have a drink. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to celebrate. <laughs> Um, but now we're at the point where Harry and Hermione just have to go find a place to sit and wait for like three hours. <laughs> yeah. And so they do. Well, not necessarily three hours, but I it's mean. It's like a, a bit of time. A bit of time, yeah. At least an hour. <laughs> a while. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was like three hours in the book or something. Maybe well, they went back in time three hours. Oh, so right. it couldn't have been a total hours. of three <laughs> It's probably like maybe one and a half or two hours. Yeah, I would say probably like one and a half yeah. hours. Yeah. Um, so they're sitting, you know, chatting about stuff. And Harry's like, yeah, I really thought it was my dad and all that. And Hermione's like, but Harry, your dad's dead. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it could have been your dad. <laughs> yeah. And apparently, I guess Hermione had talked to uh, to Dumbledore or something and said like according to him only a really powerful wizard could have conjured it and i was like okay yeah you're probably right but harry's also also 13 and we know it's him when did she get the opportunity to talk to dumbledore about that yeah i just i just had that thought too yeah when did she because she wouldn't have known until after harry woke up (laughs) so yeah yeah about that (laughs) Um, but Harry does start talking about how uh, Sirius wants him to live with him. And Hermione's like, oh, that's so great for you. Yeah, Harry's like, we'll live out in the country. Somewhere you can see the sky. I think he'll like that after all those years to ask a man. And I'm like, oh, Harry, you sweet, innocent child. You don't know what's going to happen. But also, he doesn't get to pick where they're going to live. <laughs> that too, yeah. Also, how are they going to afford a place to live? They're not. He they're doesn't not, not have unless a you're going. I would say, yeah, not unless you're going to use up all of money that Harry has in his bank accounts. And we know he's not accruing interest because that's not how that works there. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) interesting. Um, But yeah, no, I don't know. So they're just chilling. And then they see uh, everyone like coming into the Shrieking Shack and leaving the Shrieking Shack, like Mm -hmm. exiting and entering through the Whomping Willow and stuff. And uh, they get kind of like on edge ish yeah. when the werewolf transformation happens. Yeah, and that's when Hermione's like, "Oh, it's time for me to howl. Let's go." <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, that's the, like the best part here, where she like she does the first howl, and Harry's like, "What are you doing?" And she's like, "Saving your life," and she does it again, and Harry's like, "Thanks." And it's like, "Great, now he's coming for us." Yeah, and she's like, "Yeah, I didn't think about that." Yeah, and so then we have this whole scene where they're trying to evade the werewolf with Buckbeak. Well, there. Buckbeak isn't even there. That's like, true. Buckbeak they, is like chilling somewhere, eating. Yeah, like he's something. nearby, but yeah. they like they're not hanging on to him. They're essentially like, yeah. okay, Buckbeak, you can go. 
Yeah, but they're trying to stay away from um, the werewolf, mm-hmm. and they're not doing a very good job of it. So at one point, they like back up into the clearing where the werewolf can clearly see them. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm surprised they weren't watching that way, too. Same, because like, there's two sets of eyes there. They don't need to both yeah. be watching the same direction. Yeah, uh, exactly. But they did, and so then we have... Uh, we have this instance where they're like, shit, what do we do? And Buckbeak mm-hmm. comes to the rescue. Buckbeak's like, no, you will not hurt Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> I I honestly forgot that Buckbeak comes and saves them because I was oh. watching and I was like, how did they get out of this? And then Buckbeak shows up and I was like, oh yeah, that's you're right. Like, how did they get out of this? Yeah. And then, and then after this, once Werewolf Lupin runs off, Harry's just yeah. like, Professor Lupin must be having a really tough night. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely is. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Harry is like, wait, look, it's the Dementors. And Hermione is mm-hmm. like, oh. And so Harry's like, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. So he runs to where him and Sirius are. And he's like, any second now, Hermione, he's going to come from over here. Like He's going to be mm-hmm. like right there and cast the Patronus. And Hermione's like, I don't think anyone's coming, Harry. Yeah, she's like, no one's coming. (laughs) It's not anyone. Like, no one is coming to do that. And so he's like, oh, well, I have to do it then. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so randomly he just casts, like, this really powerful Patronus. Yeah, yeah, I I don't understand. And, like, the fact that the first time he lived through that experience, he didn't hear himself over this little pond. Mm-hmm. like because harry yelled so loud yeah he yells he, very loudly and i'm yeah. like okay then i mean it could have to do with the fact that the dementors make him hear his mom screaming that could be it yeah so right. it's possible that he just couldn't hear anything outside of that yeah but i don't know also isn't this like the second time he's tried or third time i guess now yeah he's this is the third time he's tried and i i'm like because, you know, they say you have to have, like, the happiest memory ever. I don't think mm-hmm. Harry's thinking of it here. Well, maybe no. he is, because he thought it was his dad. But no. then he realizes it's him. But uh, what? maybe the happy memory is the fact that he knows he's already going to save the day. <laughs> <laughs> if it like, works. <laughs> if it, yeah, if it works. It has to work. I guess. Like, like what, what happy memory is he thinking of here? Because this is very powerful. <laughs> But, you know, he does it. He he magics that Patronus, and it takes a form, and he now finally gets to see what his Patronus looks like. Yeah. Um, Which apparently you can just choose your Patronus. Yeah. <laughs> interesting. Super weird. Uh, I mean, you can, also choose if it ha- you can also choose if it has a shape. <laughs> like, yeah, that's true. You can pick if it's corporeal, corporeal or incorporeal. Yes. Ugh, hard word to say but it's fine i know yeah um so yeah so they have that moment and then harry and hermione are like well um i guess it's time to fly away on buckbeak yeah <laughs> so they do <laughs> and they fly directly to the tower that sirius is in yeah and they're like what's up but instead of using alohomora hermione <laughs> yeah. goes bombarda and i was yeah. like that makes no sense that's a very big change from the book and i'm like, very confused why <laughs> like hermione you you know the unlocking spell like you're you very good at it the door <laughs> yeah you didn't even try alohomora like if it hadn't yeah. worked then sure yeah. but 
also just, it's like a gate on the tower instead mm-hmm. of the window so yeah I thought that which i like the too. i like the gate better personally. i mean i do too it makes more sense but yeah. at the same time it's not what happened in the book <laughs> <laughs> yeah well <laughs> Um, there's so many so, different things <laughs> also true they all fly away on buckbeak mm-hmm. Sirius doesn't fly away by himself he literally flies away with harry and hermione well they <laughs> fly buckbeak. down to the courtyard yeah which is <laughs> not what actually happens in the book either <laughs> they get left in the tower in the book well in the book they well yeah i guess because i mean <laughs> in the book they had to get him out of the window and then go fly yeah. somewhere so i mean they oh, still had yeah. to fly somewhere like yes I don't know. I mean, they stay in the tower, though, because they go down from the tower. Yeah. That's weird. I never really thought about how that one didn't work out either. Neither (laughs) one of these work. Um, But they fly down to the courtyard, obviously, and Mm -hmm. then Harry's like, okay, bye, Sirius. And Sirius is like, well, um, we'll see what happens, I guess. I'm going to be kind of like moving around a lot. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, Sirius is like, oh, you look so much like your father, except your eyes. It's like, yeah, my mother's eyes. I get it. Yeah. I've heard this a million times already. Literally. <laughs> it's literally. like, okay, shut up. And I, then and Sirius also turns to Hermione and he's like, you know, you really are the brightest witch of your age. And I'm like, Sirius, you've known her for two seconds. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, okay, oh sure. She figured out that Lupin is a werewolf. Okay, got it. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But um, they now have to race the clock. Uh, to get back to the hospitaling because of the dire consequences that could happen. Oh no! <laughs> um, and you know they they walk back in right after they disappear from the spot they were in, and Ron's like, "You were just there. How are you there? Like, yeah. what?" And Hermione's like, "What?" And Harry's like, "Honestly, Ron, how could anyone be in two places at once?" Yeah, they're like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> Like, that's so mean. <laughs> they they had to have explained it to him later. They had to have. I done hope that. so. I I hope so too. I hope well, like when he was out of the hospital wing, they were just kind of like, okay, let me tell you what actually happened. Yeah. Um. But then we have a nice little scene change with the Whomping Willow, uh, killing a bird again to signal summer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, Lupin is like packing up his office and Harry comes to visit him and is like, wait, you're leaving? And Lupin's like, well, yeah. <laughs> Obviously I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah, no, Harry's like, you've been sacked. And he's like, no, no, I've resigned. <laughs> you yeah. know, my word of my condition has been leaked. So I, I yeah. better leave. And he's all like, enjoy the map because I don't need it. So mm-hmm. yeah. enjoy. He's- yeah, he's like, I feel no guilt giving this back to you. And Harry still did not question how Lupin knew it was a map. And I'm like, nope. Harry, you couldn't yeah. you couldn't have asked about anything. Like, yeah. I, I feel like he should have. I feel like that should have all been explained yeah. anyway, but it wasn't. So, okay. Um, yeah. And then right at the very end, Harry receives a firebolt. I, I like the fact, you know, like Harry's walking into the Great Hall. The Gryffindors mm-hmm. are like crowded around and Neville goes up to him and is like, Harry, wherever did you get it? And I'm like, what makes you think Harry got it? Like it was mailed to him, right? Like yeah. what makes you think Harry like got a Quidditch catalog and was like, oh, I'm going to order this broom. Like, <laughs> yes. <what? laughs> 
that's how it works. <laughs> and also Ron being like, I didn't mean to open it, Harry. It was badly wrapped. But he they definitely me meant it. to like, open it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you were like, oh, this is Harry's. However, um, I'm going to open it. Yeah. Also, you would think that who the owl that delivered it would have delivered it straight to Harry instead of to the Great Hall where all his friends are. Yeah. Also, isn't that when Ron's supposed to get a new pet? His new pet owl? Supposed to, yes, but we never see that in the movies at all. Unfortunate, because that would have been very nice for the Weasley family. Um, But yeah, Harry gets his fireball, and he's all like, okay, cool, let's go try it out. And Mm -hmm. this is when we get that beautiful freeze frame of Harry's face. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's just weird freeze frame as the end of the movie. And then also, it looks like Harry's just flying as far away from Hogwarts as possible. And I'm like, okay, Harry. Yeah. Like, understood, but... Yeah. Weird. No. Um, (laughs) But, I don't know. Overall, like, I still feel the same way I felt about this movie. It's Mm -hmm. really just not my favorite. Yeah. Like, I I think it's a pretty good movie, as, you know, all the Harry Potter movies are. And I kind of like the overall feel for this one is definitely different. Um, and I like the attempts at humor throughout the movie, just the various things that happen. Mm-hmm. But it, like this, this movie is still like my least favorite, I think. Yeah. I have a greater appreciation for this storyline for prisoner of Azkaban, yes. Same. but I, it's still, it's <laughs> still my least favorite. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's not the best. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know why it's tons of people's favorite. Like I don't I, either. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's interesting because I, I feel like so many people are like, "Oh, this is my favorite one," or like, "It's one of my top three or whatever," and I'm like, "How?" <laughs> yeah. Like, and, and how did the two of us wind up not liking this one as much as other people? Right. Like, I was yeah. talking to my sister-in-law yesterday, and she was talking about how she, like, loves the third book, and I was like, I don't. Yeah, I was talking with someone else the other day, and they were like, oh, yeah, Prester Fastback is my favorite. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, I, <laughs> like, I always I like, am like, okay. All right. Good for you. <laughs> like, okay, all right. <laughs> um, But there are deleted scenes. There are. We should discuss them. <laughs> we we absolutely should. Um, the first one that is included in these deleted scenes, because I'm pretty sure there's actually more scenes that were in the extended edition that played on ABC Family. I'm sure. I, I it, wouldn't but I know, but... Because I, I, re- I do remember that one ghost glass night thing ha- having a little bit more of an extension to oh, it. Oh, did it? Yeah, but it's not in oh. these deleted scenes, which is fine. Yeah, Karen like, just looked up a YouTube video and just sent me whatever yeah. one she found. So. Well, I'm pretty sure it's just the one with the deleted scenes from the DVD. So. Oh, okay, gotcha. I would assume that those are the deleted scenes they intend to have you watch. Yeah. Uh, okay. But the very first one happens like very early on in the movie. <laughs> yes, because like, it involves the night bus. Yeah, Harry's on the night bus finally, and for some odd reason, they miss the turn. <laughs> <laughs> so then they just spin the night bus in place for a while. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of wish this had been the movie. I loved it. I mean, yes, but I'm also just confused why that was even created. <laughs> like, 
like that scene for funnies (laughs) it's for the funnies it's for the funnies also i like the fact that they didn't bother editing the background for part of it it was Mm -hmm. just the like the blue screen yeah yeah it was like because they decided already that they weren't gonna put it in or whatever yeah yeah yeah. like it was it was filmed and put together but they were like yeah "Yeah, we're not gonna insert that (laughs) it's fine so that was an interesting one yeah um, the next one is the first bird that gets killed by the Whomping Willow um, <laughs> yeah. when it first signals that fall is happening. Uh, mm-hmm. The bird legit f- like f- is flying, you know, typical yeah. chirping yeah, like bird. It, does. It, it flies around Hagrid and yeah, bothers on, Hagrid. <laughs> yeah, it goes on Hagrid's hut and bothers Hagrid. And I'm like, what the hell is this? And then it flies away to get murdered by the Whomping Willow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm honestly kind of glad this wasn't in the movie. Also same, because I don't think that was important at all. <laughs> I mean, I'm already kind of like, eh, about the Whomping Willow yeah. transition scenes. Like, I, I I appreciate them, but I yeah. did not mention them in my notes at all. Like, I could care less about them. I mean, they, they're not they're not the best transitions. Yeah. You could have used better transitions. The Whomping Willow is not the main character. I was talking to my brother about these transition scenes, and he mm-hmm. was like, well, it's actually the Whomping Willow and the Prisoner of Azkaban. And I was like, you know what? You're right. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> it is the Whomping Willow, Willow and the Prisoner, Prisoner of Azkaban. Prisoner of Azkaban, yep. <laughs> it's not Harry Potter. It's the Whomping Willow. He's actually the main character. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was entertaining when he said that. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. But yeah, so that bird scene definitely did not need to be in the movies. So I'm really glad it was not included. Same. Yeah, because we already had enough of the dumb bird getting hit by the whomping willow. It happened yeah. twice. <laughs> yeah, once um, was enough, but to, like twice yeah. is. It does it at the beginning of the movie and then at the end. Like, why? Oh, like, okay, <laughs> we get it. Like a different scene transition thing. Okay, please. This next scene, I do wish had been in the movie. Yeah, because it is kind of a callback to a moment in the book that should have happened. Yeah, like, I I do kind of like the scene, but I'm also like, okay, I understand why it didn't yeah, make the cut. I do, too, because it's kind of, like, slow and... Yeah, eh. it's kind of, eh. But it is but, a good um, scene. Yeah, so it's it's a scene right after they go to Hogsmeade for their first time. Mm-hmm. They've brought back stuff for Harry, and, like, Ron and Hermione are, like, telling Harry all about all the shops and everything, and... Hermione's trying to make it sound less fun than it actually was. She's like, we didn't spend like any time there. It got really boring after a while, right? Yeah, she, yeah she's like, yeah, it got kind of boring though, right, Ron? And Harry's like, oh no, it was great. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, it was boring. It got it got boring. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and they bring him back a sneakoscope. Yeah, wow. Harry is supposed to have gotten the sneakoscope at the very beginning when he first encounters Ron in mm-hmm. the Leaky Cauldron because he brings it back from Egypt. Yeah. But instead he gets it from Hogsmeade. Yeah. Right here. Here's here's a question I just thought about. Um yes. where did where did Ron get his money from? I don't know. Hermione <laughs> I don't know Harry. Harry. Maybe I was Harry. I could totally see Harry being like, here's some money, buy yourself whatever you want, but also yeah. buy me some stuff too. Like yeah. I can't go. I'm pretty sure that's probably what it was. Probably. Just yeah. Harry rolling in the money and being like, <laughs> All right, Ron, go do it. Go do it. <laughs> Make me proud. Um <laughs> this 
next scene I would have loved to see in the movie. Uh, both of the next scenes I would have yeah. loved in the movie. Same. But the next two scenes would have been great. Mm-hmm. Um, because we have uh, Sir Cadigan. Yes. Who doesn't make an appearance, as far as I remember, in Not the, the movie. Actual... Not yeah. in the actual movie, no. Which I wish that he had because he was kind of important in the book. He was. <laughs> and I, God, I... <laughs> I love his character, especially in these deleted scenes. I love it. He's great. The, yeah, he's so much fun. They he did. Because um, they do replace the, the fat lady's portrait with his portrait. And so he's, yeah. you know, going off about how, like, I don't know what it is. It's something like, oh, I will protect this common room and blah, yeah. blah, blah. And I, I think the funny thing is that, you know, there's this group of students just standing outside the the portrait and he's saying all this stuff and i'm like okay are they trying to get in or what because they all just leave well true but i also just love how ron's like yeah we'll call you if we need anyone mental (laughs) (laughs) yeah and this is also when neville is kind of like yeah he changes the password like every hour or whatever and he's like i have a list and it's like oh no and that's why the next scene also goes along with that scene and they uh, both yep. should have just been in the movie because it would have explained Sirius a lot more. Um, yeah. But the next one, Ron's all like, I had to dodge Sirius's knife. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I think even before, oh no, maybe, maybe that was the first thing kind of, uh, cause Ron does mention that, you know, like he was there with a knife standing over yeah. me and I'm like, I feel like there needed to be something like even just like a split like five second scene yeah. of like Sirius standing over with the knife, you know? Because yeah. <laughs> otherwise it's just kind of like, okay, was he really though? Was Sirius actually there? Or are you making are you that making up? up? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't um, see it. So. Right? But McGonagall is like, oh my gosh, what is happening? And so then she's like, you know what? I'll ask Cadigan. So she mm-hmm. goes and talks to him and she's like, hey, did you happen to let this guy in and he's like yeah he had the passwords yeah he's like of course <laughs> he i let him in of them. yeah he's they like he's got a, li- he had a list <laughs> and she goes hmm who would have been stupid enough to write them on the paper neville <laughs> yeah everyone immediately looks at neville and it's like why is it always you my favorite yeah. thing though is that sir cadigan was with um was in another portrait with a lady yep. he was charming yep. her <laughs> <laughs> he like grabs flowers from the vase of the next portrait over and is yeah. like here you go yeah <laughs> oh my gosh that's good that's god i wish the scene had been the movie but also at the end of the scene you have harry sitting like on the couch by the fire and hermione it's goes hermione. and sits next to him yep. and he's just like i could have killed him he was right there i could have killed him and i was like harry no yeah. Well, because Hermione's just, like, shook by what happened, and Harry's just like, I am a murderer. Yeah, yeah, because uh, Hermione and Ron also just had another argument about Scabbers versus Crookshanks, and it's yeah. like, I know your cat murdered my mouse, my, not my mouse, my rat. Yeah. <laughs> my mouse. Um, but yeah, so, her, you know, Hermione's upset about that, and yeah. also, you know, the whole serious thing, being in the dormitory, and just, Yeah. Yeah, the whole thing. It's rough. It's rough, guys. It's rough. Harry <laughs> needs some therapy. Absolutely. <laughs> Definitely needs therapy. Hogwarts sure. needs a therapist. I'm bringing it back. 
definitely <laughs> needs one. Definitely they really do. Be one there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so those are the deleted scenes that we had access to. Yeah. Currently. So. Yay. Yay. Only two of them, and possibly the, the night bus one, should have been in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I don't think there's anything else to say about Prisoner of Azkaban. We survived. We did survive. <laughs> and now we get to move on to other things. Other things. For a little bit. Yes. But we'll be um, back. Yeah, we will. It'll be great. So, I don't know. Is there anything else to say? Join the Patreon. <laughs> yeah, join the Patreon. Please. Review us. Rate us. Yeah. Yeah. Do whatever. Interact with us. We love to interact with you guys. Honestly, also that. You could like tweet us. <laughs> we'll see we'll it. We'll respond. <laughs> we will respond. <laughs> I promise so. we will. Yeah. But um that's all I have to say. Yeah, that's all I got. All right. Well right. Well, I guess we should keep it magical. Magical. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Books, Movies, and Musicals Oh My. If you'd like to connect with us, be sure to check us out on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and Facebook at BMMOMI. Be sure to check out our website at bmmomi.wixsite.com slash home. And check us out on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash bmmomi. You can email us at books.movies.and.musicals.omi at gmail.com. Our socials, website, Patreon, and email address can be found in the description of this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. If you liked this episode, be sure to share it with your friends and family, and even random strangers on the street. We can't wait to talk with you all next week. Bye! Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This holiday season, pay tribute to the people who fought for our freedom to celebrate. Featuring the largest American flag in the region, Spirit Park is now open at National Harbor, honoring active duty military and veterans. Take some time this holiday to remember, offer gratitude, and be inspired by the sacrifices of our service men and women who make our way of life possible. Plan your visit at nationalharbor.com slash spiritpark. That's nationalharbor.com slash spiritpark.